Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle. The Christian Girl's Guide to Modern Dating. We are just two single girls trying to help you navigate dating well as Christian women. As Bethany mouths <laughs> my part of the intro. <laughs> I, do y'all I ever was. get tired of this or do y'all mouth it with us? Maybe you say it with us. I <laughs> do probably like so. skip. Yeah. 30 seconds 30 skip. Seconds. <laughs> get through all the stuff and get to the episode. I'm guilty of doing that, so I we know. won't judge you. It's if fine. You do that, but it's totally fine. Whatever. Okay. Question of the day. Question of the day. So lay it on. Me. I figured I would do a Thanksgiving themed question since tomorrow is Obviously. Thanksgiving. So what is the food you are most looking forward to? Okay. At the, tomorrow mm-hmm. at the meal, or the day, whatever, and your least favorite slash one okay. you will skip over when you go through the line. My most favorite. Oh man, this is a tough one. Probably either mac and cheese mm, or classic. hash brown casserole. Ooh. Mm, so good. And then the one that I will most definitely be skipping is the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like turkey very much. Oh my gosh. The, the, so the bad. centerpiece of all Thanksgiving food and you skip over it. Totally brush it aside. But it's kind of like, though, if I go to a barbecue restaurant... I just get sides. Mm-hmm. I don't even really like the meat as much. So yeah, same. I'll have a little. We always have ham. Yeah. So I'll have a little ham, but I'm all about the sides. So hey, we're not even having ham or turkey. We're having fried chicken this year. Oh, <gasps> I love that idea. So we typically we alternate. This year it'll just be like my siblings and my parents. Okay. And Danielle's boyfriend will be there. But, yeah. Um, that's it. So it's the small crowd this year, and so my mom's going to get Publix fried chicken. I love it. And we're just like, we don't care. Well, Matt was saying the other day that you need to have deep fried turkey. Yeah, I've never had that. He said it's so much better than regular turkey. I've heard it's I've never had it. Well, see, that's what I have too. And my dad and brother don't need to be trying things that are dangerous Mm -mm. like that. So I've never really brought it up. But yeah, I've heard that like, I've heard. He said it the other day. Yeah. (laughs) That it's way better. Interesting. But I don't need people losing arms and stuff. Yeah, well, it's not worth it. Okay, so let's So, see. yeah, what's your favorite? What is my favorite? My favorite thing to eat on Thanksgiving is actually the brunch we eat before the Thanksgiving <laughs> meal. So, we have little homemade cheese danishes Yum. that are super good and, like, sausage balls and coffee punch is my all-time favorite. This is monumental for people who don't know what coffee punch <laughs> is, but it's basically, like, cream and milk and sugar and cold coffee and vanilla extract that you mix overnight and let it sit, and then you scoop in vanilla and coffee ice cream and Cool Whip, and you drink it like punch. And I drink way too many cups of it. I am so wired by the end of this day. Um, but that's my favorite. But my least favorite is probably... Gosh... I don't really love any kind of beans other than green beans. So I don't know why people beans, even make them. Nobody eats them. Nobody eats them. Um, but All I'll, the carbs. Yeah. I will skip the beans. Yeah. Most likely. So, Good choice. Yes. That's my Thanksgiving uh, eating habit. I'm habits. so ready for it. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. It's going to be so fun. And so is Black Friday. I'm not a Black Friday person. Oh, I am. Cyber Monday. I'm all about. Okay. Yes. Black Friday. Black I'll Friday. stay home. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that was a really long conversation That's okay. about Thanksgiving. Food is important. Yes. Okay. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Yes. Let's jump into the episode. Let's do. Okay, so around here, obviously, we talk a lot about singleness. We talk a lot about early dating, especially. But that's not really all there is to the dating game. So today, we're going to talk more about when you've made that leap between, or leap from, dating to you're in a relationship now. 
And so that's why we call it. So you've been dating a while. Now what? So we're going to talk about things you can do, things to talk about, things to think about. Could we talk a lot about first dates and getting ready and questions to ask on a first date and things you want to know about someone right when you start dating them and how to be getting ready to date someone. But we have not talked about after you've been dating someone for several months. Now what? That's true. So kick us off. Yes. What are some fun things you can do after you've been dating someone for a while? Yeah. So the first thing we thought we would do is give you some fun date ideas because I feel like the dates at the very beginning, either you're trying to impress each other. So you're, they're either really extravagant or yeah. there's just a lot of talking because yeah. you're trying to get to know someone. So once things have kind of relaxed a little, you're in a little bit of a norm now, it can be really easy to kind of slip into a routine or to be like, oh, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? <laughs> well, let's just watch well, Netflix. Let's just watch Netflix. Quote, unquote, watch Netflix. We all know what that I means. I always watch Netflix. Whatever. She's making such a liar face I right now. I am not. We're keeping it PG. Y'all don't worry. But <laughs> We're very good people. Yes. So we wanted to give y'all a few fun date ideas for if you've been dating a while, just to keep things fun and interesting. Yes. Okay. So first idea we came up with. Take a day trip. Love day trips. Yeah. They're my favorite. Me too. And I get tired of going on with Kristen and Lindsay. <laughs> my feelings are hurt, They get all weirded out when I try to hold their hand. Oh I don't know gosh. what the problem is. Oh my gosh. Walk too close and you butt pants. You're like, I'm not doing it. Not doing it. We're friends, but not like that. No, but we've been on several trips recently. I'm like, oh, this would be so fun as a date. Yeah, it would be. So take a day trip. Yeah, those are fun. And they're... You get the time in the car. Exactly. Which we're a big proponent I of, y'all love know, that. Is you get to talk in the car. Yes. You know, be play the DJ, music. play music. It's fun. And then you get to go do fun things and then come yep. home. Another thing you could do is surprise him with either mm -hmm. like tickets to something he's been wanting to see or just surprising him by going to do something you know he'd really like to do. Because you know he would like those things exactly. now. Exactly. That's the fun part of when you've been dating a while, you really get to know him. You know his likes, you know his dislikes, you know what he's interested in. And so you can cater what you do to those things. Yeah. And not only is it like, oh, it's thoughtful, but it shows like, I'm listening to you. I know and you. And I know you. Yeah. And there's this cool level of just like comfort and trust intimacy, and intimacy too though yeah. yeah that comes with i know you so i'm gonna act on that mm -hmm. knowledge and i'm gonna get you tickets to a hawks game yeah or i'm gonna you know got us to be able to go to this concert because this is your favorite band yeah or, or like, whatever for me if a guy that i had just started dating brought me flowers i would be so flattered i'm like that is the sweetest thing he got me flowers but if a guy that i've been dating for you know, three, four, five months brings me flowers and be like, he doesn't know me at all. <laughs> That's because not a flower. Flowers girl. don't do much for me. I mean, the thought behind it is what gets me, but bring me a bouquet of Oreos. I don't know. <laughs> like, so it's the oh same thing and it would mean very different things to me. That's true. And so it will be the same with him. Like when you're planning things or thinking about things, you know him mm -hmm. and you don't just have to like when you're first start dating the whole point of the dates is to get to know him so now use that knowledge mm -hmm. and plan more personalized dates exactly another thing you can do <laughs> i love this i love doing this go to a movie 
because I I say never go to a movie when you're early dating mm-hmm. because you need to talk and get to know each other. But now you can just go enjoy a movie because you don't need to like have that conversation constantly. Mm-hmm. And I love going to the movies, you know, holding hands in the back row. <laughs> like, let's be real. What's better than that? It's cute. So cute. So much fun. Also, just go explore your city, whatever city or the city next to you, you know, somewhere around close. Go to things you wouldn't do by yourself. Go to the touristy things. Go to the hole in the wall things, the not touristy things, you know, Mm -hmm. just enjoy spending time together. You don't have to go far away. You don't have to spend a lot of money, but it's different because you'd be surprised the number of things that you've never done in your own city because you live there. Oh, I think about it all the time. How many things in Atlanta? People are like, oh, I've done it. I'm like, I'm from here and I've never even, <laughs> exactly. I've never been to like the Coke Museum. You've never been to the Coke Museum? No, never. Well, I don't want to take you on a date, but we yeah. need to go sometime. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds it's good. It's so super fun. Oh my gosh. Yes. And then one other thing I think is really fun to do is involve more people. And when you should. You are around him. Yes. So... Plan a game night with your friends with and have him come or go to dinner with your family and he comes with you or go to dinner with his family and allow the people close to you to spend more time with him and to observe him, not in a creepy way, but just see how y'all are together and see how he interacts and get their perspective because these are people you trust. Mm-hmm. And too, you want the guy you date to mesh well with your friends and your yeah. family because... These are people that are important to you. So yeah, whatever I, that looks like, get them involved and don't just date in a bubble. Yeah. No, Bethany no bubble coined, dating. Bethany is coined um, a phrase. Yeah. I dated a guy once who said, he said at one point, yeah, I don't know that I'm really going to click with any of your friends. And yeah, that was kind of the beginning of the end, really, because his I'm, loss were awesome. <laughs> not that I'm bitter about it or anything. <laughs> No. But, and I mean, I realize once you're like married or you have kids, like you're not going to be going out with your friends all the time, but no. you got to have friends. Like that's just a non-starter almost. It's like, um, what? Well, and without even trying, it's like you would hope. I mean, that's a big deal to me if yeah. my, whoever he is, significant other boyfriend person doesn't want to hang out with my friends. I'm like, okay, well, this is weird. Cause I'm like, I but want... I'm like, I'm like them. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So you want him to show that effort and to yeah. be intentional with that of, Hey, I want to get to other people close to exactly. you. Exactly. So that's kind of a big deal. That's something you can do. Yep. And it's not as um, scary or intimidating when you've been dating a little bit to do this. Yes. It can be no a little. No first dates. Yeah. No first, no first <laughs> dates. I'm like, here's my family reunion. Um, oh my word. Ooh, we should do a couch cast on like the worst first date ideas. Oh, Take him idea. to a family reunion. Take him to a family reunion. <laughs> that one wins. <laughs> I don't even want to go to my own family reunions, much less take a date. That's hilarious. Okay, so moving on. We've said what to do. Yes. Now let's do what to talk what about. What to talk about. Okay, so I always think of it as like, okay, when you're first dating, you're asking questions to get to know someone. You want to know every little thing about them. But a lot of times those questions or the answers you get to those questions are the answers that you would tell anyone You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. you would tell anyone what your favorite color is. You would tell anyone what kind of food you like to eat, but you're not going to just tell anyone about your past. There has to be a a little trust built. There has to be some intimacy and just comfort. Comfort. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. To want to open up more. And so once you have moved from casual dating to being in a relationship and more serious dating, you want to talk about the things that you wouldn't ask just anyone Mm -hmm. because you're moving from getting to know this person to getting to know how you 
would mesh with this person, how your lives go together. So I think that's your underlying theme of what you want to talk about for the most part. Yeah. And I think you can even ask some of the same questions you asked when you were dating early on, but just ask them on a deeper level. Oh, so yeah. you're not even having to come up with all new questions and we'll kind of break this down for you here in a minute, but you can lead to the same topics, but you're looking for different things right. as you ask those yeah. questions. Early dating questions are to learn about someone's life and later dating questions, like we were saying, are more to learn how your lives fit together moving forward. Mm-hmm. You know, not yeah. if you're going in different directions, it's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. I had a friend who she had been dating this guy for a while, several months, and they were really serious. And she felt very strongly about overseas missions. She saw herself living out of the country down the road and he did not. He wanted to stay in the States and neither one of those things is wrong, but it got to the point in this relationship where it's one thing where you're talking about that at the beginning of a relationship because that may change where, okay, you may get to the point where I just want to be with this person. I don't care where it takes me. Yeah. Or hey, I really care about this person, but I still don't want to leave the country. You get to a point where you figure that out, Uh and they did, and they realized they weren't going in the same direction, so they broke up. And it's sad in a way, but at the same time, it's like, okay, well, I want to move forward with somebody who's going in that same direction. Totally. And these are the kinds of things to talk about in order to figure that out as you progress. Yeah. For example, let's run through a few different ones that we've talked about. Okay. If we're talking about kids, early on in dating, I would ask the question, do you want kids? Yes or no? Mm-hmm. Really easy question. Yeah. But later on, I'm going to ask things like, how do you want to raise your children? What does that look like? You know, you're going to talk about public, private homeschool. You're going to talk about stay-at-home mom versus working. Do you want your wife to work? Do you not want her to? Like, what do all those things look like mm-hmm. when you're talking about the same topic? Yeah. So, it's just going that one or two yeah. steps deeper. Right. So then you think about... You know, another one would be finances. And early on, you may ask, we talk about the question behind the question. So you may ask, okay, what do you like to do for fun? Well, inevitably, an answer to that question, which is a terrible way to ask the question. We know that we've said, don't ask that question. But you're trying to figure out, you know, what does he do on the weekends? What does he do as for hobbies? Yeah. You're going to, in asking that, figure out how he spends his money. Right. If he's going to go travel all the time, mm-hmm. he's got to, you know money put aside for that. Hopefully he's not just right. putting it all on his credit card and, you know, hoping he inherits something from his great, great Those aunt. Those are things you want to know though. Yeah. And I mean, probably, like I'm not like this shining example of how to spend your money. Mm-hmm. And so I, I kind of need someone who is, mm-hmm. who I can work well within whatever someone tells me to do, yeah. but left to my own devices, I might not always do the best. So that's something right. I'm aware of about myself. And so that's something I want to know. Yeah. So then you ask the question later on, you know, how do you spend your money or do you like to budget or would you say you're a spender or a saver? That's my go-to question. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're kind of learning, okay, is this something we would really have to work at here because right. we're both spenders <laughs> or, hey, we're going to balance each other really well on this and you're better with budgeting and I'm better with saving or yeah. whatever. And you can kind of figure that out. But again, it's how are we going to come together and how would this look like as a team Uh effort? Yep. So, yeah. And then things like family, you you know, when you're dating early, you would just ask the question, Hey, are you close to your family? But later on, you're going to talk about things like, Hey, what do holidays look like for your family? What traditions do you have? What things are important to you? What time is important to spend with your family? 
what time is important to spend with my family and just different things like that. You're going to take that same topic to a deeper level and start to flesh out what does day-to-day life look like when it comes to relating to both of your families. Yeah, exactly. And then there's the topic of his career. And, you know, you may ask at the beginning, well, what is, you know, what is work-life balance like for Mm -hmm. you? Do you feel like you have a good work-life balance? And then later down the road, you may be asking, okay, well, how do you prioritize your time? Yeah. Are you working constantly because you're trying to get to this certain point? Or are you working, but then you're going and playing video games four hours a night when you get home and that's all you're doing? Or, you know, film like it doesn't have to be video games. But... It's, that's something I've come to value very much. Mm-hmm. And how does a guy prioritize his time? And how does he see himself prioritizing his time now that he's in a relationship? Right. How does that look differently? Exactly. Yeah. Because I am very... There's a fine line in my mind between pursuing your career, and especially if you're super passionate about yeah. it. And like, I love when a guy's really passionate sure. about what he does. But there's I also... I want him to be really passionate about me too, though. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I want him to be, you know, working really hard his career, and I want him to be working really hard in a relationship yep. too. And the longer you date, the more you'll see that. But you can ask these questions to figure out, okay, how does he see yeah. his time shifting, prioritization shifting, all of that. Yep. So, and you'll talk, we've talked to the first thing you want to know is about their faith and Mm -hmm. is that important to them? And so you'll ask early on, is your faith important to you? And you know, are you, how is your relationship with God? But then later you're going to be asking things like, what are you learning? What is God teaching you? What are you reading? And seeing the, the actual practical day-to-day lived outside of the Mm -hmm. answer to that first question. Yes. And you'll get a fuller picture. Exactly. A fuller picture. And same thing goes with, you know, his church. You may ask at the beginning, just where does he go to church? But then later on, you're going to want to know, okay, well, how do you like to serve? And mm-hmm. what does your personal ministry look like? What, you know, what really breaks your heart that you want to go yeah. help people with or serve in or all of that? So, because you want there to be some overlap there, yeah. ideally. Like, it's not a deal breaker, obviously, but like, you want there to be those, that's where those common interests start mm-hmm. coming in. You're like, oh my word, I love this ministry too. We can spend a large chunk of time there yeah. as opposed to large chunks of time. Separate. Yeah, separately. Separate. Separating. Separating. Separated. Separate. (laughs) So hard. It's fine. It is hard talking. I don't have much of a voice. (laughs) Be nice to me. (laughs) Oh, gosh. But yeah, so those are just a few examples. Those are obviously like the big topics or whatever, but just how your questions will change and develop over time to figure out, okay, are we, would we be a good team? Are we going to match up? Are there's some things we need to talk about that we may Mm -hmm. didn't realize early on and then kind of go from there. After you've done that though, you've been dating a few months, you've talked through these things or you're talking through them. You're getting that deeper understanding of this person that you're with. You kind of have two different paths. Now there's the things are matching up and we're looking good and we're proceeding path. And then there's the, okay, we've talked about this stuff and we are just not lining up or there's big things that are important to him that aren't important to me and vice versa. Now, what do we do? Mm -hmm. So on that first path, things are going well, you're matching up your answers. Both of you to these questions are meshing because in an ideal situation, he's going to be asking you these same types of things too. Awesome. Yay for you. We're so happy. You go girl. Yes. Good job. (laughs) Proceed. Yes. Pasco, collect $200, whatever comes next. But... Don't you wish you could collect $200 right? with that? Like, mm-hmm, yeah, Thank you. Rack this up. <laughs> but I would just... I have two things that I would encourage you with. 
One, still keep your expectations in check. Don't let your expectations or your ideals or your daydreams outpace where you are in the relationship. It may still be early. You're not, just because these things have started to line up and you think it's looking good and it doesn't go from that to I'm marrying this person. Mm -hmm. So just keep that in mind. You may, and it may take six weeks to figure that out. Like I'm not saying it's going to take forever. I'm just saying keep that in check. Mm -hmm. Be smart about it. Don't run off into the sunset by yourself. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) So true. So great picture. That would be the first thing. The second thing is continue to be intentional. Don't just check all these boxes that we've listed and then throw caution to the wind and run off into the sunset together Mm. when maybe you shouldn't. Yeah. (laughs) So those, if things are looking good, proceed, keep going. We're so excited for you. But just remember those two things, I think. Yeah, definitely. And then on the flip side of that, if you've been dating a while and you've talked through all these things and there are red flags, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to break up right away. We're not saying that you may end up breaking up. You may not. But it does mean you need to have conversations about these things and you need to talk through where you're not lining up Mm -hmm. or where things are misfiring or where you don't seem to be headed in the same direction because those are the points where you're either going to figure out, okay, we want to be together. So we're going to figure out how to be moving in the same direction, or this is really important to me and I'm not willing to budge on this. So we need to go our separate ways. And those are the conversations that need to start happening. So don't avoid what needs to be addressed just for the sake of keeping the relationship Mm -hmm. alive or not hurting his feelings or not ruining your plans that you had so settled on, you know, have, preaching to the choir. Y'all know I don't like these conversations, but they're so necessary. And you would rather have them now while you're dating, while you're not locked into a covenant of marriage and not to almost say stuck because that sounds awful. Well, but if you're careless and not talking about these things, you're going to feel stuck. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. So have the conversations now. So what part of dating is for. It's exactly what I was going to say. That is what this period of the dating process is for. Yeah. It's to figure out, do we want to move towards marriage or is it not compatible? Yeah. So do that. Yeah. Take the time you need to figure those things out. We, you know, we talk and we joke about, oh, dating is not fun. We just want to get to the relationship part. And I still say that. I, but I realize that there is a reason for that early part of getting to know each other. And then the same thing here, there is a purpose to this stage of dating that is pre-engagement. So don't rush past it just because you want to get engaged or just because you want to be married. And that's your goal. That's fine. I want to get married, mm-hmm. but I want to get married to the right person. Mm-hmm. Marriage is not my ultimate when it's not the right person. Yeah. So use this time wisely, be intentional, steward it well ask the questions, really dig deep and set a foundation so that when you do move past that, you do move towards marriage, you're building on something solid, not trying to build this goal of marriage onto a rickety foundation that you didn't Mm -hmm. actually take the time to build. Yeah. There is a time and a season for everything. And that's biblical. Yeah. (laughs) So I think that's something I've really learned this past year is there is purpose in the initial stages of dating, but we like to rush through it. And there is purpose in the later parts of dating where you're really getting, you know, 
closer and figuring things out. And then there's purpose in being engaged mm-hmm. and preparing. And then there's purpose in marriage. Yeah. And all the stages of marriage. You know, marriage years one through five is going to be very different from years 25 to 30. Exactly. So enjoy the part you're in. Find the purpose in the part you're in. Don't waste or rush through the part you're in. And your future relationship will benefit from it. Yeah. So. There you go. There you go. Man, I feel like I'm stealing your role of the closer. It's okay. I I was going to talk about seasons and enjoying the season you're in and not wishing away the season you're in for another season, but I didn't want to say season that many times, so I just let you end it. Oh, thanks. (laughs) I appreciate that. No problem. Okay, so before we go, we decided we wanted to do a little teaser for y'all. So we've been talking about, you know, this is the last... Nor- quote unquote normal episode yeah. or any of our episodes normal let's, let's be, be honest <laughs> um, of season three because the next three episodes which is our final three episodes of the season are a little mini series we're doing where we are interviewing a guy each episode different, we, age different age different age range different relationship status, relationship status dating philosophies yeah. backgrounds all experiences, the all the stuff things. and so to kick it off next week um, we're going to be airing the interview with my brother, Brett, Yes, which I have been looking forward to this for <laughs> so long. And Brett and I grew up talking about dating and relationships. I mean, we've been best friends forever. So this was super fun that he actually got to be on it. He was very excited to be on it. So <laughs> don't we, let him tell you otherwise. Yes. And joked he's like oh all these girls are gonna want to hear all i have to say i'm like please do not get cocky because if you get on here and say terrible things we're gonna cut them all out um no i'm kidding he was wonderful so we wanted to give y'all a little sneak peek yes into what this interview and hopefully the rest of the interviews will all look like so we wanted to play you a little bit of this interview to give you an idea and then see what y'all think yeah what did what were some things you did to let her know that you liked her this is like the golden question. That right. I was always like, okay, is he just being nice to me? Or does he like me? How do you differentiate? This one's tricky. Kind of? This one's tricky. And here's a, so it's different for me. I think girls are too naive in, a lot of times in this. And they think he's just being nice. Here's the reality. If a guy is talking to you consistently he's not doing so to be a friend. And here's my, and, and, and girls like to think, that. no, here's the, here's the difference. And, and, and again, I, I see this with my girlfriend. If, if it's a childhood friend or early on, then that's different. But if a guy's come out of nowhere in the two years that I've dated her, nobody has come since me and been a lasting friend. Okay, well, that's the teaser. We're excited. Hopefully you are yes, too. We're very excited. So we hope you all tune back in next week where that full interview with Brett will be aired and then the next two weeks a couple other of our guy friends will air up until the end of season three so stick around for that we can't wait but until Friday for Couchcast I'm Kristen and I'm Bethany and this is Looking for the Middle